This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Homestyle Radio. <laughs> Word up, mother... And big up yourselves and ting. Welcome to the sixth installment of the Ho 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 Homestale Radio Podvent Calendar. Enough respect. Now, a lot of you have asked me what my day-to-day routine is in the preparations leading up to Christmas. Well, taking today as an example, I've woken up, yes, I've had breakfast, washed and dressed fed the reindeers, made sure the elves have everything they need for another day in the sweatshop. I mean, workshop, workshop, silly me. And after delivering this latest little parcel of joy to your inbox, I can finally go for a cup of tea and a big old Honestly, even Rudolph would be impressed if he saw the size of it. Not Mrs. Christmas, though. She thinks I need to see a specialist. If only I had the time, eh? Oh, and don't forget, send your Christmas requests to Santa at wholeradio.net and I'll sift through them whilst I'm curling one out. On with the show! Hi, Money. Thanks very much for joining our Advent podcast. Um, how are you doing? Hi. I'm fine, thanks. I'm busy, like everybody else, getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, you got your tree up, exciting. yeah. Almost. Uh, I've, I've got all the decorations down from the loft and things like that. Almost ready. Almost ready to get it all dressed up. And Is that the sort in. of thing you, you get all the family over for as well? Or, or? Well, they all scattered from Australia to up north and... It, it, everyone's so scattered, really, at Christmas time, which is a shame. But uh, that's what happens when they grow up and make their own lives and things. But I, I shall be spending Christmas at least with my daughter up up in um, Lincolnshire. That should be nice with the, the grandchildren. Oh, lovely. We, we've got Chris with us as well. I'm 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 feel a bit strange because our roles have been reversed, haven't they, Chris? They have indeed. I usually host this, but you know, we thought we thought we'd let Nick do it for a change and see how well it goes. Okay, so <laughs> so going back to when your kids were little, what was Christmas like then? Well, it was it was such a such a lovely time because they there was not so much expectations as there are there is today. And I used to make everything, their toys, their clothes. 
it was all sort of homemade and it was old-fashioned. But things have changed so much, of course, as you know. It cost like four point something million pounds just to make an advert for a store to, to advertise on television. Yeah. It's, really, it's really crazy how it's all gone um, crazy. Have you, have you got any funny memories from that time? Maybe something that went went wrong with a Christmas dinner or, or any, any kind of Christmas nightmares. No, I, I tell you what, mind. my three sons, for instance, have been, since they were tiny, I'd, I'd, since they could walk and since they could talk, they've been crazy about cars. And I would walk down the streets and, and I'd, he'd, he'd stop, one of them would stop or all of them would stop and say, that's a Humber Super Snipe or whatever. And they knew everything about cars. So I look back on Christmases, especially with the boys, because they always wanted something to do with cars. And they've actually grown up and they're still crazy about cars. They felt they kind of have this um, uh, competition, who's got the latest car, the newest car. So I look back on the photographs of them sitting in little tiny, tiny little cars made out of tin and, and wood and all kinds of things. And of course, my daughter was, of course, always into dolls and things, but nobody ever, ever wanted a camera for Christmas. <laughs> That's so oh, because didn't, didn't you get a camera for Christmas? Is, is that the story? Oh, I... yeah, yeah. Gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Christmas Day, when I left India, it was, had to be Christmas Day, of course, and I was put on this troop ship to start a new life, and my mother gave me a box brownie camera as a present, and she said, when you get settled could you take a photograph of Buckingham Palace because she she was so crazy about the royal family and of course I never ended up at Buckingham Palace I ended up at Crystal Palace but that's another story just as good isn't it (laughs) but speaking of Crystal Palace and Christmas my Christmases in the last few years since the children have grown up it's been so concentrated on the Christmas celebrations at Sellers Park and it yeah. all happens behind the scenes where, where the, ch- the, the children's Christmas parties take place. And it's mostly for children with disabilities. And I have the most amazing memories, going back to the days of Malcolm Allison and so on, of these uh, sellers' pa- children's parties at Christmas. They've, they've been going on for years. I, I remember um, my son was a, oh, both my sons were members of the, the Palace Children's Club or whatever it was back then. And we went to the Christmas party and William, my youngest, won the raffle and wanted to take the tin of roses rather than the signed shirt. And I had to bribe him. I got up to three tins of roses on the way home if he took the shirt. And he held me up to it. But he was young enough to want the sweets instead of the... Um... And you never got the shirt? No, I did get the shirt. I had to, um... <laughs> I had to bribe him with sweets. Chris? Oh, my gosh. Do you still have it? Yes, yes, somewhere, somewhere, but I think it's what been What do you warm. mean somewhere? It should be in a frame hanging up somewhere <laughs> in the living room or study or something. Yes, you tell yeah. him, you tell him. I've just got a quick question if I, if I can for you. You mentioned Malcolm Allison there uh, back, in, back in those days. Obviously a tremendous character and, and someone who, you know, still very, very fondly thought of at Palace. Um, so looking back to those Christmas periods, what was he like when he got involved in those things, you know, with the, with the fans in general and, uh, and yourself as well, your own personal experiences with Malcolm? I'm so glad you asked me that question because people think that they, they associate me with taking photographs of Malcolm Allison in his fedora and with the cigars and things. But my, 
most favorite photograph to Malcolm Allison ever was taken at the children's parties where you would see this very tall, sophisticated guy where you normally associate with nightclubs and champagne and frolicking with a topless girl. (laughs) (laughs) Fiona on the uh, training ground and things. But I've seen him at at Selhurst Park uh, at the children's Christmas party and he's, he's actually bending down to, to get down to the level of a little girl with crutches and who's wearing a little party hat. And then he's signing autographs and he's handing presents to people. And he was such a charming image that I can never forget from, from my memories. And that's what people didn't see. I do have a picture of a couple of pictures of him in my High on Palace book, of, uh, which I'm, I was happy to include as well as all the Fiona Richmond ones, of course. Yeah. It was really charming and sweet. Now, now, talking of things for sale, I understand that you've, uh, you've got your own line in Christmas cards. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's not mine. It's, it's the Crystal Palace Supporters Children's Charity. And it's been going for 40 years. Well, that's going back to Alison's days. But for the past 10 years... It's been run by uh, Paul Stevens and his band of merry men and women. And they work in the background to make this happen. And he was telling me that they, they all used to work at Palace, but they lost their jobs because of the, uh, when, when it was taken over, at, when was it? About 17 years ago. Yeah. And uh, so they were made redundant. So they all formed this band and they call themselves a Palace Supporters Children's Charity. Now, Paul Stevens is, he has a direct line to Father Christmas, and he, he turns up at every single party. And there's a, 120 children, plus about 60 carers, the children with disabilities, and they all get a most amazing present, each and every one of them. And Fantastic. It is absolutely unbelievable. And also, the manager and almost the entire palace squad turn up every single year. And they wait on the children with their little paper plates with cakes and crisps and sandwiches. And they're there if they want to be photographed with the children or if they want to sign autographs for the children. It is absolutely uplifting. And to me, that is my Christmas. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Lovely. Spending, um, spending the evening, the whole afternoon and evening at the Supporters Children's Charity. And having a lot of fun, I bet. Yeah, well, it's, it's not so much fun. It's, it's because you have to look at all these children who in wheelchairs and moving around in crutches and things. But it's just so uplifting. And yeah. my job has always been to photograph every single child with Father Christmas. And sometimes they don't like the camera. Sometimes they are confused. But I have to, I have to just work really fast, one after the other, to just get a picture of Father Christmas and this child with their present. And I'm telling you, the presents are absolutely amazing. And it all yeah. comes from the the money that's that they that's raised, and of course, have I mentioned the palace detectives? Uh, no, no. Oh, good. <laughs> well, they they're one of the sponsors of the palace supporters children's charity, and they've been doing that for about ten years. They have dinners and raffles and and all kinds of things, and um, it's it's such a lovely group of people, so that they make a lovely Christmas day for these children. And I'm very proud to be part of it in my own small way. Absolutely. And obviously, we'll be encouraging our uh, our fans to support those causes as well. And um, obviously, we're also doing this to raise uh, awareness and, and funds for the Palace for Life Foundation, which I believe will, will probably have an interest in all the, the charities at Palace and tries to share sort of uh, the, the, the donations around. So hopefully all these things will link in nicely. Hi, uh, I'm going to take a, take you away from Christmas just briefly because I've got a, a, a question for you regarding the sort of what, you, what you've seen in terms of the changes of ownership at Palace over the years. Oh. And, and in particular, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be, we obviously we're, we're, we're limited on time. So, uh, Maybe we'll get you back to talking more depth in the future. But I'm interested to know, uh, you, you remember the, the sort of the end of the Arthur Waite years uh, before uh, Raymond Bloy then came in, and then it was Ron Nodes. Of, of the three sort of periods of ownership there, who was, you know, what was your most enjoyable? Who was the most sort of open to what you were doing? Well, that's, that's such an interesting question. I've never been asked that before. But the thing about the, the, the first person you mentioned, A.J. Waite, was so exciting because that's the beginning of my, what turned out to be a career. And so, so from that point of view, I think that was the most exciting because I was then, I mean, A.J. Waite eventually got to, and, and his wife as well, got to know me, invited me to their home for tea and, you know, playing, you know, wash, uh, going around their garden and things. So I, I then got involved with that. But I think the best time was, Officially, the best time was Ron Nodes' era because it then became a family club. And it was so good to see children and Ron's kids in the boardroom. And in the, when I first started out in AJ Waite's days, the women were not allowed in the boardroom. They were quite happy to be in a little tiny room where they were huddled together uh, with just a little coffee table in between them. And, and they accepted it as their fate. That was it. That's how it was. But so from the point of view of, of fun and happiness and joy, it, was, it has to be the, the Ron Nodes days. I love those days because it then became so family-orientated. 
That's really great to hear because obviously, you know, amongst Palace fans, you know, Ron has, has, has sort of a mixed reputation, but that's mainly about what happened on the pitch and, and the opportunities we had when we finished in the third in the league and people thought, obviously, he should have driven the club to kick on. And yeah. Perhaps well, don't appreciate how hard that was. Yeah. I didn't get involved in the politics. It wasn't my place. Because yeah. I was just a photographer and, and I just uh, photographed and felt what I could see. I didn't get involved in politics. Even to this day, I wouldn't even understand what's going on politics-wise. Uh, I can't make an, a, a, an opinion that's worth listening to about that because I'm just a photographer. I just take the photos. Yeah, obviously those. Sorry, Chris, a photographer who finally got your season tickets, which was good. You, you got them last yeah. minute, didn't you? Yeah, I tell you, but that was the deal. You see, they took the deal was I was to. They were using every one of my photographs for the Malcolm Allison Lounge, and of course there was no payment, and and the, they're still up in the lounge. But they said at that time for. for uh, in, in, in lieu of payment and to thank you for donating all your photographs of Malcolm Allison, uh, we will give you two free tickets and you could use the uh, Malcolm Allison lounge. Well, then this guy who made the deal with me wasn't in writing and he left. He, he After about six months or maybe less, and then all of a sudden it all became different. They'd taken away, <laughs> they'd taken away my access all areas, which meant I couldn't go up to the Alliston Lounge or anything. Even though um, I had all your photos in there. And, the, and, and I'm not allowed in there now. Oh, dear. oh really? That's, I, that's I, a I think that's ridiculous because I used to like to take my grandchildren in turn. Uh, that's what that's who I use my spare ticket for. My grandchildren, I, I take it in turn to take them with me to the match. And I'd love to take them up and say, look, this is your nan's work. This is this whole room from absolutely every bit of wall space are my photographs. That's but a shame. I was stopped when I tried to go up there. And, uh, oh, that's, well, that's, all a bit, that's all a bit silly, but I'm sure, I'm sure that can be sorted out. And uh, I, yeah, hope I, I, so. I hope it is. I don't know how to go down that route, but uh, I hope, I'm, I'm not going to go begging, but... It's, I've got my tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> something. But, uh, Hopefully it's a life. Or have they just given you one season? I hope so. now? I, you never know, but I hope so. Um, I mean, what, what I really want to do is for people at the club to appreciate my input into the memories of, of, of the records I've made, which, which are apparently what Palace fans really love. They love my book. They love to... And the younger generation are or just remembering what their dads spoke about and their granddads and what they loved about the club in, in there back in those days. And they could see it and, and relive their, their dad's passion for Palace through looking at all the photographs. As a matter of fact, I've got it today and I looked at it for, through the pages because I wondered if I'd put a picture of Malcolm Allison with, with the little girl with the crutches at the Christmas party and I found it eventually, but I haven't even turned the pages for over five years of the book. Oh, wow. And I was thinking, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's good. I remember that. And, and even I enjoyed it, and I took the photos. Now, I know from, uh, from, uh, from hearing from the fans from your last interview, there's a lot of people who were really interested to hear more and hear the detail. So I think there's definitely a, 
a, a strong desire from people to kind of hear your sort of story behind these pictures. And it would be nice to see perhaps something put on at the club where you could uh, where you could do that. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll have a look at our contacts and see if we can sort something out for you because I think that would be a very interesting thing to do. So I, I've, I've flipped through the book uh, that you mentioned, High, High on Palace, and it's, it's an incredible book. And there's a lot of history that I don't really remember. I have to rely on people of the age of Nick to tell me what it's all about. But, <laughs> and uh, your granddad's age. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Maybe not quite that old, but <laughs> it's a fa- fantastic piece of history. And obviously, there's so many new fans now. We're a, a Premier League club and being watched by the millions all over the world that just have no idea of this history. They don't, you know, even, even you're talking 10, 15 years ago, they don't really know what's going on. But... You know, as you know, Crystal Palace is such a, a special club for everything that's happened over the years. It's fairly unique. Is that is that fair to say? Definitely. It's just such a fabulous club. And of all the places my son wanted to go on his seventh birthday, he chose, it could have been anything, but I wouldn't have had that love. I'm sure I couldn't have done. But he said, I want to go to the palace. And I think I've mentioned it before, and I thought he meant Buckingham Palace. And he said, no, it's a, no, not I said, the Queen, you can't guarantee the Queen's going to be there. And he said, no, not that palace, silly. It's a football club called Palace, Crystal Palace. So that's how I got there. But I'm so glad he chose Crystal Palace because I can't imagine the the love and the fabulous atmosphere around a club like, well, I won't mention names, but any other London club. No, he yeah. chose the right club and it was just perfect for us, for me, to experiment with photography and get to know the people and that made up the club from the top right the way through. And I have to mention about Len Chatterton. Do you, does anyone remember him? The fabulous groundsman. Yeah, yeah. Palace. He used to dress up as a clown at all the Christmas parties and play the piano. <laughs> I have such brilliant memories of that looking back. Amazing. I've obviously remember the machine he used to drive around with was called the Flatterer, I believe. I know. I got pictures of that, I think, in the book. Yeah, it was a fabulous little... I mean, you know, that, that's such personality, isn't it, our club? Those little quirky things. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, well, hi, we're really, really pleased that your son chose um, to go to the Palace on his seventh birthday. Um, just to finish up, have you got a Christmas message for um, your followers? Do I have followers? You well, have loads if, if of I, followers, yes. Well, well, if I do, I just love them all and I just hope they have a most wonderful Christmas whether they're with their families or or their families are this, uh, the other side of the world as one of my sons is etc have a lovely lovely Christmas all of you and you too well we'll let you get back to sorting that tree out hi Mike, <laughs> thanks very much thank you so much hi. well there you have it what a treat Now, if you want to make sure you go on my nice list this year, please share and like this podcast calendar to help us raise funds for the Palace for Life Foundation. Anyway, see you tomorrow and Merry Christmas. Right, I'm off for the sh**. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in?
at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.